welcome to this podcast. This podcast is about UI UX designers. If you're someone who is inclined towards joining our UI UX design team or someone who's just recently joined our team, uh, then this podcast is a perfect fit for you. Today I have joining with me Pratik, who leads our project management team. Sumit, who's one of our lead UI UX designers. And Samir, who is uh, heading our consumer and business research division. Uh, the topic for today is UI UX uh, and the role of UI UX. Um, Sumit, just to begin, if you can start off with what is it, what is it like to be a, U, be a UI UX designer at Shebang? So basically, I want to clear that the, uh, that the people want to know what is UI and the, what is UX. Firstly, they want to know that presently people UI UX is one key, but they are totally different. UI is a user interface designer. So basically, people want to know that UI is only graphically because they are taking care of banner, buttons, and icons and all. So UI is a part of the designing part, not a research part. And UX is the research part. Jahan pe research ki jate ki, okay, the client ki satisfaction ho hai ki nahi, that a user is a agar kuch vote de raha hai, e-commerce if he is buying something, to wo proper accomplish ho raha hai ki nahi uska, uska Majorly the people are confused between the UI and user. Unko lagta hai dono part ek ki hai, but when on the pitch or on the job, they, if we are saying ki achha, user research karo ya, iske part pe dekh lo, ki what is uh, ye user kyun nahi buy kar pa raha hai, or from this platform, why are we are not selling at this point ya, kya? So they are saying that we don't have because they are confused between UI and UX. Because they don't know that UI is a part where you can focus on designing and UX is a part where research is a main part. Hai. Understood. So yeah. what you're trying, you bring up an interesting point. Yeah. You start off with an interesting point that UI is about crafting that interface. Yeah. It's about where to place that button, what is the right alignment to keep, what is the right kind of graphic to use, yeah. uh, what is the kind of right font to use. Yeah. And experience is about actually crafting that experience of how when someone clicks on that button, what is the sort of next steps of journeys yeah. that a consumer or a user should be taken. Yeah. Uh, if you can just deep dive a little bit upon what are the right kind of skills or what is the right kind of mindset a UI designer need to have, a UX designer need to have, and what does one need to do to attain both these skills uh, while while in in their journey so firstly they have to decide ki unhone pehle hi decide karna lena chahiye ki what they are planning to have ki agar mujhko aaj ye banna hai mujhko ui designer banna hai to ui design mein kaun se point of view because कोई दोनों डिजाइनर भी बन सकते हैं कोई खाली स्पेसिफिक यूआई डिजाइनर बन सकते हैं एंड यूआई डिजाइन में देयर मेन फोकस्ड ऑन दैट ग्राफिक एलिमेंट्स एंड द बैनर डिजाइन क्योंकि कभी-कभी भी क्या होता है कोई यूआई डिजाइनर यूआई तो बना लेता है बट जो ग्राफिक का काम होता है बेसिकली इफ यू आर डूइंग एनी जिफ बैनर्स एंड ऑल तो वो पकड़ नहीं पाता है कि ही सम ही इज थिंकिंग लाइक कि अच्छा मैं यूआई डिजाइनर हूं पर ये मेरा काम नहीं है नो इट्स नॉट ऐसा कुछ नहीं है कि यूआई एक पार्ट है जहां पे पूरा एलिमेंट प्ले करता है एंड यूएक्स एक पार्ट है जहां पे रिसर्च कैरी करता है और उसको माइंडसेट पहले ही वहां पे पता चल जाता है कि मेरे को यूआई में जाना है या यूएक्स में जाना है यूएक्स इन द सेंस इट्स मोर अबाउट कम्युनिकेशन कि उसका कम्युनिकेशन सामने से कैसे बिकॉज़ अगर उसका कम्युनिकेशन अच्छा नहीं होना तो यूएक्स में थोड़ा आगे जाने में थोड़ा मुश्किल होता है आई थिंक समीर नोस लॉट मोर अबाउट यूएक्स यू कैन एक्सप्लेन अपॉन दैट आल्सो या यूएक्स इज मोर अबाउट क्राफ्टिंग द यूजर एक्सपीरियंस एज अ होल एंड डिटरमिनिंग व्हाट इज द बेस्ट वे टू क्राफ्ट द एंटायर यूजर जर्नी uh, and keeping in mind not just elements of the interface, but uh, uh, the entire decision-making journey and the mindset of the types of users that will be uh, using the product. So, okay. So, so uh, Sumit, you, 
again you bring up an interesting point for those who are who have just joined us or for those who are inclined towards joining the UI UX team it's important not only to know how to design that wireframe but also be able to know what kind what are the kind of right colors what are the kind right kind of graphic that needs to be implemented on that specific ui so someone needs to essentially have an overall understanding of yeah. the brand yeah. what is the right kind of tonality that needs to go go along with yeah. it and what i hear you say is that uh, while you are being a ui designer to evolve into also being a ui and a ui ux designer you also need to be able to understand uh, at what touch point, what is going to happen, or what is the kind of interaction the user is going to get through the website, uh, whether it be either through the back end or whether it be through the front end. But a UX needs to look at the overall experience that one is going to get while using that platform. Right? Um, Sumit, coming back to you, uh, what are the kind of tools that you would you advise someone who's joining, they should know while before joining the UI UX team? So if they are joining as a UI designer, so they should know about that Figma, Sketch, Zipline for the developer tools. It's a developer tool that you are giving files to the developer. And uh, you should know about Invision. That is a prototype software that uh, if uh, a design is where we make static design. Banate hai, but for a client, he doesn't understand. He JPEG a big JPEG. But how does he present it? Okay, this is a button. What does click pe kya hota hai? So these are the prototype software that they should come. Because in a daily life, client को अगर पता होता UI UX क्या है तो वो हमारे पास नहीं आते वो खुद ही बना लेते बट उनको नहीं पता उसके लिए हमारे पास आ रहे दैट्स व्हाई दिस टाइप ऑफ सॉफ्टवेयर हमको सीखना पड़ता है कि उनको एक्सप्लेन कर सके कि व्हाट टाइप ऑफ डिजाइन और कैसे फील आना चाहिए वो डिजाइन में सो फॉर द साइट मैप एंड ऑल दे शुड यूज विमजिकल सो दीस आर द गुड सॉफ्टवेयर आई थिंक आई एम यूजिंग विमजिकल एंड फॉर डिजाइन आई एम यूजिंग स्केच Got it. So, yeah. some starting from scratch, if like someone is building a site map, they need yeah. to know whimsical, whimsical so that they're able to build out the site map and the information, yeah, information architecture, architecture and they're clear, clear on that. Yeah. Um, in terms of designing, they should know Figma or a sketch, sketch. or, a, or, an Adobe, or an Adobe XD. Yeah. Either one of them is good yeah. enough. Uh, and they should also have a good understanding of prototyping tools, whether that be on Figma or on Envision. Nope. It's essential to know that so that whatever you've designed, you're able to present that through actual experience yeah. by allowing your client to click and see what see what the yeah, end output yeah. is. Um, in terms of uh, in let's let's get to a bit of the development. Pratik, I'll come back to you a, a bit on the on the UI front. Sure. Uh, in terms of understanding, and there's a question that I get, I get, I get a lot saying, as a UI designer, should I be knowing how to how to code, or should I have an understanding of code? So you, uh, what is what is your sorry. take on that? So you should have the standing, uh, understanding of the code because because uh, developer ke bina UI designer is nothing. So from the I am saying best example from the beginning of the project ki developer ko include karna because nowadays ki koi bhi client ki requirement different types ki hoti hai. if he is coming for a e-commerce website or he is coming for a static website so UI designer jab design karne lagta hai to they have different ideas ki wo कुछ भी कर सकता है वो बोलता है इमेज को मैनिपुलेट करेंगे ये करेंगे ओके बट एट द सेम टाइम टू डिफरेंट टाइप्स ऑफ देयर कि डेवलपमेंट हो पाएगी कि नहीं एंड मेन मेन पॉइंट इज नाउ इट इज मोबाइल ऑन मोबाइल इट इज रिस्पोंसिव ऑन बिकॉज़ अगर वो वेबसाइट रिस्पोंसिव नहीं है देन इट इज कंप्लीटली कॉन वो अच्छी नहीं चलेगी वेबसाइट सो देयर आर मेन थिंग क्योंकि डेवलपर एंड डिजाइनर शुड वर्क टुगेदर एंड वहां पे उनको ये पार्ट पता होना चाहिए अच्छा कि इफ दोनों साथ में रिसर्च कर रहे तो डेवलपर 
गाइड भी कर सकता है अच्छा यू शुड डू यहाँ पे पैरालेक्स इफेक्ट यहाँ पे इजीली हो सकता है बट ऑन दिस प्लेटफॉर्म ऑन शॉपीफाई प्लेटफॉर्म हम लोग इजीली सेल कर सकते हैं यहाँ पे डेटा बिल्ट हो सकती है बिकॉज दीज काइंड ऑफ इन्फॉर्मेशन वो डेवलपर के पास होती है हमारे पास ज़्यादा तक नहीं होती बिकॉज वी नो क्या है शॉपीफर इतना अंदर डिटेल नहीं पता रहता कि अंदर क्या क्या है तो अगर साथ में हम लोग काम करें तो लाइफ उसकी भी इजी हो जाती है और हमारी भी हो जाती है एट द सेम टाइम दोनों को साथ में नॉलेज रहता है एंड एट द सेम टाइम बग्स नहीं बहुत कम आता है बिकॉज अगर वी आर डिजाइनिंग एज अ डिफरेंट प्लेटफॉर्म अगर मैं अपने हिसाब से डिजाइन कर रहा हूँ वो अपने हिसाब से डेवलपिंग है देर आर चांस ऑफ मैनी क्लैशेस होंगे कि आगे चल के पता चलेगा अच्छा दिस इज नॉट पॉसिबल एट ऑल I think you had many lot of this or this is not possible hmm. ये कैसे करेंगे एंड ऑल सो अगर स्टार्टिंग से ही वो दोनों काम करते आते तो ये आज नहीं होती इम्पॉर्टेंट ए फॉर अ डेवलप फॉर अ डिजाइनर टू हैव अ फेयर बेसिक अंडरस्टैंडिंग ऑफ हाउ कोड वर्क प्योरली सो दैट दे कैन डिजाइन दोज रिस्पॉन्सिव वेबसाइट इजिली बी सो दैट वट एवर क्रिएटिविटी दे हैव इन टर्म्स ऑफ डिजाइनिंग द वेबसाइट देर एबल टू डू इट इन द राइट स्ट्रक्चर इन द राइट कोडिंग स्ट्रक्चर सो इम्पॉर्टेंट टू नो द एट ग्रेड स्ट्रक्चर द सिक्सटीन ग्रेड स्ट्रक्चर थर्टी ग्रेड थर्टी टू ग्रेड स्ट्रक्चर दैट इज प्रतीक कमिंग टू यू यू नो यू वर्क योर योर सॉर्ट ऑफ द प्रोजेक्ट मैनेजर एंड यू योर प्लानिंग योर मैनेजमेंट सॉर्ट ऑफ मेक्स और ब्रेक्स द एंटायर प्रोजेक्ट Uh, one of the first things that you do, and and this is during the pitching phases as well. One of the key people that you work with are actually the designers. Yeah. Uh, whether it be the kind of ideas that should be going out, or suggestions on the kind of site map that should be created, uh, suggestions on terms of what kind of colors we should be using. Uh, according to you, what is the what are, what are the uh, traits that a designer should have uh, when they're joining this UI UX team? Sure, sure. So I think they really need to be. to start off with they need really need to be clear with their communication i think that will make sure that they are presenting their ideas easily to you and they also then able to present that to the client as well and when a project starts off i think it's important for us to decide that okay this is the approach that we plan on taking this is the vision that we have in mind whether it may be the color scheme it may be references or best practices so um of course clear communication you should be curious to explore new things maybe try a design layout that you haven't done before uh and also to understand the brief very well you can craft and optimize the entire user journey where uh it's meeting the goals of the users and also you can uh determine what they should feel at each step of the journey and the the kind of control that it gives to ux designers as a result uh becomes really really powerful um and it also gives an aligned sense to the entire ux team that uh what are the real users how do we empathize with them how do we set up the entire journey so that it is matching uh, an aligned sense of who are the real people that you're communicating to so there's no disconnect between the designers on what they think the actual user wants versus what they actually really require got it so it's 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 more important for for the designers to actually be closer to the actual consumers uh understand their actual needs and sort of present that back to the client so that there is no ambiguity between what i like and you like and it's actually more keeping the consumer in mind and whatever experience they're crafting is actually keeping that consumer in mind right right um it uh, it also aligns the client and uh the agency that's working on it on a aligned sense of what the real user is so there's it eliminates any kind of conflicting notions of who the who the audience is and who the users are got it got it um sumi uh sumit if you can just talk talk us through a little bit about through this process of design yeah. uh what are the different teams that 
a designer is usually expected to interact with through this process okay so i'm talking about team ki kaun si team kaun se team se interact karegi for example if he is a ui ux designer then he should interact with project manager he should interact with content content team he should interact with uh, photography team if any photography illustration is required or he should in- integrate with ux research team because on the if there is something going on research on on depend upon the research he can develop the wireframes and all so there are many teams in the shebang so and it depends upon the project ki what type of project it is according to that he can connect with the team yeah got it you know uh, there's some of the best projects that we worked on and and uh, i can i can't take the names here right now but some of the best projects that we worked on i've seen that when the ui designer or the designer of the project who's actually set the visual vision the tonality sort of set the references in place is actually key to the entire project uh, when they've been a part of it from start to finish yeah. not only during the design phases of interacting with the illustrators or interacting with the photographers but also seeing the project through till the end while working with the developers looking yeah. at the output seeing whether that output is actually what the output come out is actually achieved as per what they had expected so uh, i think it's important that this designer is not only working with the core team initially yeah. with the project managers also with the developers with the qc guys with the content guys so that that entire project the way they visionize they play, play a key role in how to vision, how to envision that entire project uh, pratik maybe you want to just talk us through a little bit about the process uh, process that is followed at shebang um, right from getting the brief to uh, actually deploying the project sure sure so when we get a brief and um, what we do is we take the sort of core members of the team so someone like sumit and i we get on call with the client understand what their requirements are and then the first step to sort of do is understand the requirements understand the target audience that we're looking at understand the objective of the website um or if it may be even a landing page or a microsite right once we do that we sort of figure out whatever questions we have we go back to the client with those questions and get those addressed and then once we're clear with the brief we've understood everything from all angles uh we then go on to uh you know sort of closing the brief with the client closing the site map with the client and then closing the scope uh once that's done and the scope is approved what we do is we get in all the teams involved so it may be the design team the content team seo and development if needed at an initial stage as well so like you said earlier it's key to have all the teams uh on the same page from day one and that really helps us so we do that and then what we do is we start off by collating our assets that we need the brand colors the brand fonts the entire brand language and the brand book and that's something that the design team takes over and then they sort of get into creating a site map for the website uh once we have the site map in place we define an information architecture now this part is key because what we do is we collate the content that the client has and what they want to show onto the website and then it's sort of up to us as to how we need to creatively represent it and put it on each of the respective pages so once we have that information architecture in place we then get that signed off from the client and head on to wireframing stage So the wireframing stage is where someone like Sumit or another designer basically lays out the bare structure of the page and the sections and what we have in mind and the approach that we have in mind. So once that's set and that's in place and that's sort of signed off from the client for the main pages, we then move on to the designs. And the designs is where sort of they bring, the UI UX designer brings the wireframes to life. You add your colors, your images, icons, logos, whatever it might be, and sort of take it from there. 
And what we also do is we basically try and get the content in as well ready for that particular page. Sorry. What that helps us do is it has the images, the icons, the entire look and feel and the content together. So that really gives the client a clear picture of what it is the page is going to look like even once it's developed and ready. And that's sort of broadly from the project closing to the design phase. And then of course our designers support during development as well. We explain the designs to the developers and once the development is done, we then get the entire website checked and then getting the client's feedback, whatever little there may be in the final stuff. And then we look and go in live. Got it. So it's important that the designers also sit with the developers before the development happens and they explain yeah. the entire process. Yeah. Um, so, sorry, sure. sir. I think we, we skipped the one part. Between the information and architect and the YFM, we are the in-between step is the mood board. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. In the mood board, we are explaining about the what type of de de design you are looking like, that minimalistic designing or you are looking like a colorful or the interactive design. On the basis of that, we come to know that a uh, client ko ye type ki design hai. According to that, we move into the wireframes. Wo sabse workflow chalta. Yeah. Understood. Understood. Samir, you want to just talk in a little bit about where does research sort of come into this entire process? Uh, at what stages? Does it does research come in? Uh, when does it move out, and when does it come back in? Because uh, typically, research happening, uh, and then someone else just implementing it doesn't make sense, right? It's, you sort of have to validate that research also for it to see see it successfully right. uh, implemented. So, uh, if you can talk us a little bit about where research comes in in this entire process, and when does it move out? Right. So there's two areas. One is the beginning uh, of the project, and one is at the end. So the first step is, of course, understanding the client's requirements and understanding what kind of information they already have, what are they certain about, and what are the areas that are kind of in the gray area. And also understanding what is the missing information that is needed for the UI UX designers before they can build it out in a way that really, that really covers all the details. Uh, so you understand the requirements, you decide what is the types of research that you require. Do you require more qualitative research, that's the missing pieces, or is it more of a quantitative side? You collect and collate that information um, in as robust manner as possible and build a report in a way that is easily communicative for the UI UX team so they know exactly which pieces to pick out where and what is applicable for which section. Um, and then the, UI, then the design team and the rest of the team, of course, takes that information forward and uses it, uses it as, a, as a guiding point, as a North Star to make decisions across the entire journey right from the you know, information architecture or sitemap till the entire end process. So that covers sort of the beginning stage of where research would be required for, for UX research. And then there's the testing phase where once you've built a design and you think it matches what the different users require, you can push it out and perform, either you can perform usability testing, you can perform user testing, you can do A-B testing, various forms of testing basis what's required for the project. And you can see whether uh, what the, your, your initial version, what you set out to do, if it's actually accomplishing with the users, uh, are there areas or small tweaks that are making a very large impact. And overall, you can optimize the entire design at a very, very early stage. Especially if you're building a website for the first time, uh, if you've built an entire uh, user flow and there is something fundamentally missing or there's a fundamental error in the user flow, when you conduct user testing, you can change the design at an earlier stage before development. So, yeah. uh, for what I mentioned earlier, the, the user testing phase will come 
uh, before the development phase and then ultimately for the long run you're ending up saving a ton of developmental cost for the client because a redesign and then redeveloping it is a huge cost and there's also the cost of missing out on all the revenue or uh, all the clicks you would have earned uh, if it weren't for some of the fundamental areas that were missed out on earlier on. So those are the two areas. You have the beginning stage where you are forming your, your personas, you're forming your base uh, to that uh, represents what are the users uh, and what are their motivations, barriers, pain points, uh, delight factors. And there's the testing phase right before the development on where you test out the design in multiple ways to ensure that everything is optimized and everything is matching uh, the intent of the, of the product itself. Got it. So you said uh, it's better to spend a bit more time testing that design rather than moving it quickly into development and sp spending more time and cost. Uh, you save up. It's better to spend that additional one day on testing it rather than wasting 10 days on uh, redesigning and redeveloping something. Um, coming to the point of research, and, and I know you guys have different sort of, your research is a bit more doing consumer research, understanding uh, what are the pain points that they had while going through the website or what are, what are the kind of, uh, what, what is it that they would have liked to have on the website. Uh, and I know you guys do a bit more about on the analytics front. Yeah. Uh, can you all talk me through a little bit about the kind of tools that a UI UX designer, in research-based tools or analytics-based tools, what, what, which kind of tools a designer should have knowledge of using to conduct this kind of research, any kind of research? Okay. So for design purpose the tools, so I'm talking about the references websites that I used to refer, that is called awards.com, that I used to refer for the different types of websites. There's a land book references, there's the product disrupt is a website there where we can uh, reference about the UX, UX part, what's going on in today's date, what's going on in today's flows, then uh, I am doing references uh, like, uh, like main top five trending website and top five trending apps because in this industry trending kya chala hai, it's, it's so important ki konse type se kahan se trending ho raha hai ya uh, again you see kabhi kabhi for example if uh, now pehle koi design ka kuch scope nahi tha abhi suddenly there is a material design apple human interface ibm design so these types of design are incurring to is clear referencing karna jori hai and these tools i'm using for that and for the google analytic uh, for the analytic i'm using the one which is better, I, th I think it's a Google Analytics tool. Yeah, yeah. Just, just to add to what Sumit's saying about Google Analytics, I think it gives us a fair understanding of how um, users are interacting with the website itself, how they, what their journey is through the website, where they're dropping off, where they're going ahead, and if it's an e-commerce website, they're purchasing something. So Google Analytics is definitely helpful, and it's great even when a designer understands that because they're able to then say that, okay, if my bounce rate on X page is very high, yeah. then you can break down that page and identify, okay, this is where we're really going yeah. wrong and this is yeah. what we can improve and make better, you know, to help, of course, the website's performance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Samir, any tools that you recommend that a designer should know? Uh, apart from the ones that they mentioned, I know Google Analytics is a very important one. It's essential to know which are your top five landing yeah. pages, yeah. Yeah. Uh, to know where they're spending the most amount of time, but anything from your end that you feel like they should know? Well, I mean, in the research front, uh, I mean, there's plenty of technology for, for UX research. Uh, so things like eye tracking, uh, sort of measuring emotions, that kind of thing. But I, I don't suppose that will come under the 
Uh, no, it could. So, I mean, we'll, so what we can do is we can put down mm. some of the tools here, and okay. we can put down some of the tools that uh, um, Sumit recommended for inspiration, inspiration for design. design. Uh, we can Google Analytics is definitely one of them. There's heat mapping tools that we use, yeah. uh, which is Hotjar. Yeah. Um, there is something called Visualize, which you can use to actually the design that you've that you've created. You can actually put that up, and you can before getting it coded, you can actually see where the eye movement is going. Um, so there's I think you can use that UX camp also for the user research, correct? Right. Uh, yeah. So we put the tools. Yeah, we put the tools down over here so that so that anyone watching this, anyone who's wanting to join the team, they can sort of refer to any of these tools. They can explore them and they can they can check them out. But I mean, fundamentally, for the for the research side, the the methods that we're really using is uh, sort of quantitative tools like uh, different kind of forms and surveys that we have. Uh, I'm sure there are a bunch of tools for conducting A/B testing, which uh, yeah. Sumit will be able to share. Uh, we'll be able to share in the description. Uh, and in terms of qualitative methods, we're using both uh, focus groups and conducting interviews, and sort of ha as part of usability testing, watching them go through the UI and go through the different uh, you know types of screens and pages that we, that have been built. So fundamentally, in order to understand uh, you know how they're behaving. I think that's the methodology and sort of some of the tools that come with it, uh, but fundamentally it's the, the methodology that counts for UX research. Got it. So moving on to a bit more about now getting into the sitemap creation, the information architecture. Um, Pratik, because you work again more, you work as a, as a project manager, you work with the designers and you work with some of the guys who are strategizing the structure of the website. Uh, do you think it's important for designers to A, know how to create sitemaps and information architectures uh, and how helpful is that when they're involved in this process? Absolutely. So to answer the first part of question, definitely yes, they must know how to create a sitemap and an information architecture. The sitemap basically defines all the pages that you're going to have on your website and then the information architecture defines what content is going to come under each of these pages. So. What, what they really need to do at this point of time is work closely with the content team as well, any UI UX designer, and basically understand um, what all content we're looking at for each specific page. And at the end of the day, maybe you want a particular page to tell a story. So the UI UX designer along with the content uh, resource can basically sit together and figure out, okay, this is how we can tell this story on an about us page maybe, for example, right? Wherein you may want to highlight the vision and mission of a company. So it's definitely very important, and then that sets the tone for how your how your wireframes are going to be, and then in turn your designs are going to be as well. Got it. Got it. Um, in terms of handoffs, once the designs are done, um, Sumit, what are your recommendations? What kind of what, how how does a designer need to structure the folder, yeah. uh, structure the file internally before handing it off to to a developer? So my my structure of filing is that key. If you are using a specific name, a specific client, for example, Shabang is a client. So I am structuring my file in that way, ki Shabang mein, what are the open files and uh, what are the JPEGs. There, there should be a two folder. In in the case, if any any designer is opening my files out of folder, there should be seen, Acha, ye open files, Acha, in, in this, there is, these are the versions, the homepage versions are there. Because for the homepage, we are creating two to three versions. And for internal page, we are creating only one version. And they are separate about mobile design. And for First of all, mainly is if a designer is handling any file to a developer, there should be a layer naming. Layer naming right. is an important part because without a layer naming, kuch nahi wo kar sakta. Because even on a photo, if there is a shadow, 
देर इज अ टेन परसेंट ओपेसिटी ऑफ शेडो इफ अ डेवलपर को नहीं दिख रहा बट एंड एट द सेम टाइम इफ अ लेयर नेम शुड भी स्पेसिफाइड अच्छा दिस इज अपेसिटी ऑफ दिस इमेज एंड ऑल देन द डेवलपर कैन टेक दिस टेक दैट ओपेसिटी विद द इमेज बिकॉज कभी कभी क्या करते हैं देर आर डिफरेंस बिटवीन इफ यू आर सी इफ यू आर डिजाइनिंग द वेबसाइट एंड इफ यू आर सींग द वेबसाइट डिजाइन वाले वेबसाइट में आपको बहुत अच्छा दिखेगा बिकॉज यू सर्व सेट द कर्व एंड ऑल बिकॉज एंड इन द डेवलपिंग स्टेप आपको दिखेगा नहीं बिकॉज दैट डिजाइनर उसने कुछ गलत नाम दिया होगा या दैट उसने एक्सट्रैक्ट प्रॉपर नहीं किया होगा सो लुकिंग एट द नेमिंग स्ट्रक्चर एंड द्लिनेस ऑफ द फोल्डर लेयर स्ट्रक्चर हाउ यूड एक्चुअली डिफाइन द क्वालिटी ऑफ अ डिजाइनर इफ आई टू सिंपली पुट बिकॉज दैट्सेंटली हाउ हाउ वेल ऑर्गेनाइज हाउ वेल ऑर्गेनाइज दैट हाउ वेल ऑर्गेनाइज दे आर एज अ डिजाइनर वे सर जस्ट if i'm going to i'm going to touch upon a little bit more now sumit this more, more for you yes. what is the team composition of of the ui ux team look like what is what is the hierarchy what is the structure okay um, so structure of the team composition in shabang is one is a head of course it is a sohil after that there are two designers one is a sumit and one is a jinal in these are the head designers in that head designer there are multiple types of designers uh, that in my team there are designers and graphic visualizers this is also because graphic visualizer we are use that are used as a, a creating a some type of beautiful designs or beautiful email email design because ui designer unko proper judgment nahi aata ki acha ye type ke email mein because in types of you are seeing nowadays uh, ki emailer bhi itna attractive hona chahiye that on that clicks hone chahiye तो सम टाइप ऑफ हमने डिजाइनर्स शबैंग में ऐसे डिवाइड किए दैट यू आई यू एक्स ऑल्सो बी द पार्ट ऑफ द डिजाइन एंड ग्राफिक बट actually me it's not valuable so in shabang if a junior junior designer can also work on a site map because why because now nowadays i am seeing in the colleges and all the students who are actually in a design process they are creating good type of site maps wireframe and they are doing good type of references but in many companies they don't get a chance to showcase their work because of their uh, position or hierarchy that he is a junior junior designer that he should work on our icons and all no it's not like that that if he has a talent in shabang we can use that talent because acha wo usko aata hai site map of information ka cool wo banane because see in the ui ux design industry head se leke junior tak they are different types of talent ki uska dimag alag chalta hai iska dimag alag because even a head designer can also learn from a junior designer and a junior designer can also from a head designer ki what type of work it is and in a team agar for example if a website is coming or if a there are some different kinds of work i think web, uh, websites are there mobile apps are there so there for specialized ui ux designer are working on that websites apps i think emailers and uh, graphic designer are helping them to create a beautiful banners and all for example if uh, there are some types of website which are colorfully so ui designer kabhi kabhi wahan pe thode atak jata hai ki kya kaise kiya tha then the graphic designer ka role aata hai ki what type of color should be there or what type of create should be balanced in that got it yeah. got it um in addition to this what is the responsibility what is your responsibility if you can if you can let people know about what is your responsibility as a ui ux lead yeah. uh and you can then also tell us about what is a day in a life of a ui ux designer look like at shabang yeah 
so responsibility of a see responsibility of a ui ui lead and a designer they are same but at the same time ki wo log lene chahiye for example designers jo hain they are simply thinks like ki acha mera kaam hai design karna no it's not like that tera kaam hai design karna aisa nahi kyunki i am seeing your design doesn't mean ki aap khali design karte raho kuch bhi karo mere ko chhod यू लुक यूर डिज़ाइन की वहाँ पे क्या है अच्छा मैंने गलती क्या की है तो इन इन द वे कि डिज़ाइनर एंड यू जो इतने प्रॉपर्टीज़ आर सेम दे आर लुकिंग द सेम कॉन्सेप्ट बट जिनको लेना वो लेते हैं जिनको लेना नहीं लेते एंड इन इन यू आई यू एस देर आर मोस्ट ऑफ ऑल्स वी आर वर्किंग विद अ बी डी टीम बी डी टीम में कैसा चलता है इन अ डिज़ाइन टाइप ऑफ व्यू वी आर चेकिंग द डिज़ाइन कि कैसे क्या बना रहे हैं लोग एंड मोस्ट ऑफ ऑल मैंटरिंग द डिज़ाइनर्स कि अच्छा सो देर आर मैनी डिज़ाइनर हुआ वर्किंग ऑन मिनिमलिस्टिक सो वो आगे नहीं जाते हैं वो उनको पता है कि एक बॉक्स में इतना ही डिज़ाइन करना है वाई आप आगे जाओ ना सर्टनली क्या होगा कि स्टेक होल्डर से बात करना पड़ेगा या किससे बात करना दैट इज़ माई जॉब कि उनको मैं बताऊंगा अच्छा दिस टाइप ऑफ डिज़ाइनर इज़ अ गुड वो लोग अपने बैरियर्स नहीं तोड़ते कभी कभी वो लोग फिक्सड हो जाते हैं कि मेरे को यही डिज़ाइन सो वी आर मेंटेनिंग दैट कि अच्छा आगे चलो वी विल सी कि अच्छा आपका डिज़ाइन कैसा है या वी विल सी अकॉर्डिंग टू क्लाइक कि ये लोग पिच कर सकते हैं हम लोग डिज़ाइन सो देर आर ब्यूटीफुल जिफ्स नाउ डेज आर क्रिएटिंग सो मैनी ऑफ द डिज़ाइनर दे डोंट डू जिफ ऑल्सो कि उनको पता है अच्छा ये बहुत काम है बट इफ यू मैंटर कि अच्छा ये करो बिकॉजिस डेवलपमेंट प्रोसेस वाइल पिचिंग पिचिंग टू न्यू क्लाइंट ड्राइविंग ड्राइविंग द ड्राइविंग द प्लान दैट दिव पुट टूगेदर फॉर Uh, for that particular project, ensuring that whatever, whichever respective designer is working on it, so, ensuring that that's, mainly, that's on track. And mainly, that website is responsive now. Nowadays, clients are more focusing on the website because more focusing on mobile. अच्छा ये mobile design नहीं है, no no. ये कैसे है? ये कैसे आ गया design? So mainly, UI UI is mostly depend on की website जो जा रही है, वो most of all वो mobile responsive होनी चाहिए. This is the main I look like. I look for the aspects की ये ये चीज़ होनी चाहिए. According to that. डिजाइनर के थर्म टर्म के थ्रू यू आई यू एक्स लीड मोबाइल फर्स्ट हमेशा होना चाहिए नाइन ऊपर से सब मोबाइल पे ही जा रहे हैं वेबसाइट सो ऑन ट्रेलो बोर्ड देर आर टास्क असाइन टू अ डिजाइनर्स कि अच्छा दिस डिजाइनर इज वर्किंग अपॉन दैट दिस टाइप ऑफ टास्क सो अकॉर्डिंग टू डैट उसको अपना डे प्लान करना पड़ता है कि अच्छा सो आई एम टूडे आई एम डिजाइनिंग ए वेबसाइट एंड ऑल सो वो डिजाइनर को अकॉर्डिंग टू डे प्लान करना पड़ता है इन द इन दिस बिटवीन देर आर मीटिंग्स एंड मल्टीपल वॉट शुड आई से या इंटर मेंटरशिप ऑल्सो कि अच्छा ये टाइप की मीटिंग है अच्छा वी हैव टू मेंटर दिस या टीम मीट्स हो रहे हैं तो दे वॉन्ट टू टेक पार्ट इन एज वेल दैट ऑल्सो बिकॉज डिज़ाइन करके कुछ फ़ायदा नहीं है डिज़ाइन के साथ सब कुछ करेगा तो उसको पता चलेगा कि एक्चुअल यू आई लीड जब भी वो बनेगा तो क्या टाइप के सर्विसेज आएंगे तो द डे स्टार्ट्स विद ट्रेलो पे एवरीथिंग इज मैप्ड आउट यूजुअली द डिज़ाइनर नोज व्हाट्स हैपनिंग इवन द नेक्स्ट डे सो देर इट्स इट्स प्लान आउट फॉर फॉर द नेक्स्ट कपल ऑफ डेज सो दैट दे डोंट नो द डिज़ाइनर ऑलवेज नोज वॉट दे हैव टू वर्क ऑन दे हैव हेड्स अप ऑफ द काइंड ऑफ वर्क दैट दे नीड टू डू फॉर द नेक्स्ट डे सो दैट इवन इफ दे हैव टू डू सम रेफरेंसिंग सम आइडिएशन Uh, they need to do some brainstorming. They're able to do that a day in advance, and then through the day, it's sort of interaction with various teams, yeah. uh, with someone like you and Gina. Yeah. They're interacting with, uh, sharing their designs, Design getting their point yeah. of view on things, and you then end the day also with a trello to sort of see 
uh, where where update where we are task, on that yeah. and update update yeah. on the stuff. Um, nice. Um, so we're sort of nearing the end of this UI yeah. UX design podcast. Three non-negotiable things you think that a UI UX designer should have. So one is curiosity and empathy. So nice. because if a designer doesn't have curiosity, वो आगे कभी नहीं जा सकता कि because curiosity एक ऐसी चीज़ है कि अच्छा for example I'm giving you example कि अच्छा प्रतीक ने ये design है प्रतीक इसे client and he said मेरे को ये ऐसा ही design चाहिए अच्छा okay ऐसा ही design चाहिए ठीक है but क्यों चाहिए why is ये क्यों ऐसा बोल रहा है ये design करने इससे अच्छा भी हम लोग बना सकते हैं but curiosity जब तक नहीं होगी ना तब तक उसको पता नहीं चलेगा कि मैं कितना deep dive करूँ उसमें क्यूरोसिटी इज़ अ मेन इम्पॉर्टेंट एंड सेकेंड पार्ट इज़ एम्पथी कि अगर उसने डिज़ाइन तो बना ली बट एट द सेम टाइम अच्छा डिज़ाइन है बट यूज़र कहाँ देख रहा है अच्छा मेरी डिज़ाइन के जो गोल से वो दे पा रहा हूँ कि नहीं मैं उनको बिकॉज इवन इज़ अ स्मॉल सी टी ए सी टी ए प्ले बहुत मेजर रोल करता है बट है इतना छोटा बटन बट उसका आँखें जा रहे हैं कि नहीं दीज आर तो सॉलिड कलर्स हैं कि नहीं मतलब proportional right this button is good or not because uh, in this empathy you sh- you are judging that user kya dekh raha hai unko ki acha uh, that pating mobile chalate the right right hand side jyada use kare acha we sh- we should use this part of area for a designing part main apne design mein ye sab incorporate kar sakta so these types of various empathy you can gain from that experience of the means jo jo alag alag testability honge ya user test user research mein test wahan pe usko pata chalega एंड सेकेंड पॉइंट इज कम्युनिकेशन स्किल कि इफ अगर वो अपनी डिज़ाइन किसी को समझा नहीं सकता ना तो बिकॉज उसको अपनी डिज़ाइन समझाना सबको आना चाहिए अच्छा सो वेन एवर ही गोज ऑन अ क्लाइंट कॉल है क्या देर आर मैनी डिफरेंट टाइप्स ऑफ क्वेश्चन दे आस्क क्लाइंट आस्क फ्राम कि अच्छा ये ऐसा क्यों तुम लोग कर रहे हो अच्छा वाई आर दिस ट्वेल्थ ग्रेड कॉलम क्यों फुल क्यों नहीं बना सकते तो देर शुड भी आंसरेबल एंड वो है ना डिज़ाइन के नॉलेज में थ्रू है ना उसको ज़्यादा पता होना चाहिए अच्छा ये ऐसा बोल रहा है बट मैं ऐसा ही रहूँगा क्यों रहूँगा वो रीजनिंग होना चाहिए बिकॉज नाव डेज एक पॉइंट है इफ अ फोल्डर आई एम डबल क्लिकिंग ऑन फोल्डर तो सबको पता है फोल्डर ओपन होगा अगर सिंगल सिलेक्ट सिलेक्ट किया तो इट सिलेक्ट हो जाता है फोल्डर अगर ये यू पूरा हम लोग चेंज करेंगे देर शुड बी अ गुड रीजन उसको डिज़ाइन के लिए भी गुड रीजन होना चाहिए कि वाई शुड आई चेंजिंग दिस और मेरा रीजन क्या है नहीं करने का Got it. I'd also add to this. I think a good having a good sense of uh, color combinations yeah. uh, and selection of selection fonts. of fonts. So main, mainly it should be a Google fonts. So yeah. now our designer they are using random fonts. So after they are, they are saying, "Acha, these are not codable and not." They should use Google fonts. So tell me one thing, Samir. Ki for example, if we are generating a design, ki ham log ek design banate. So main part to ye hai jo ham log jabi design banate. It's not about client. क्लाइंट देखता है क्लाइंट को पता है क्लाइंट क्या बोलेगा अच्छा ये ठीक है ये ठीक है इट्स नॉट अबाउट क्लाइंट को अगर देखने के लिए बना होगा तो उसको जो वो एक्चुअली जो एक्सपेक्ट कर रहा है कि मेरे पास ये इतनी ट्रैफिक आनी चाहिए या इतना अमाउंट का कुछ होना चाहिए तो वो एक्सपेक्ट नहीं है जब भी हम लोग यही पॉइंट है जब भी हम लोग रिसर्च करते हैं वाई आर वाई डोंट वी डू अ रियल जो रियल पर्सन रिलीज है बिकॉज दैट डिजाइनर इज गो फॉर द रियल पर्सन अगर मैं क्लाइंट हूँ मैं डिज़ाइन बनाऊंगा मैं खुद नहीं देखूंगा रोज वो सामने वाला ही देखेगा रोज और वो अगर सामने वाला रोज देखता है तो उसके एक्सपर्टीज में हम लोग रिसर्च क्यों नहीं बिकॉज हम लोग मैंने ज़्यादातर देखा है वी आर डूइंग लाइक अ क्वान्टिटेटिव रिसर्च जैसे हमने खुद का ही एक पर्सोना बना दिया अच्छा दिस टाइप ऑफ पर्सोना बना दिया बट एक्चुअली में हम लोग जो रियल जो हैं उनको एक्चुअली मेरे हिसाब से ज़्यादा उनको करना चाहिए Right. What? So, I think your point about I think people 
designers sort of quickly create personas so yeah. that they can refer to those but then those personas are based on what they think yeah. and not actually what is yeah. in, in reality so the way personas are supposed to be built is that you design a let's say interview or focus group uh, yeah. research where you're conducting qualitative research and let's say you have different audience segments so let's say if i to define an audience segment we have uh, maybe a, a custom type of users basis the type of yeah. client you have uh, you account for demographics you account for locations so you have that uh, sort of a variation of different audience segments yeah. uh, in terms of ux research sort of a minimum number to uh, accomplish in order to it's it's a heuristic in terms of uh, you know the mi minimum number of people you should interview per segment ends up being 5 yeah. uh, that kind of covers the variations of people and the the concept of a persona is it's it's an archetype it's a sort of fiction that's large i mean that accounts for various types of people various types of behaviors yeah. that are relevant for the design relevant for the function of the product so uh, you have sort of an accumulated sense of uh, across the different types of people that you have interviewed uh, what are the predominant behaviors that define their mindset yeah. and uh, the more people that you interview the more extremes that you are accounting for the more variations that you have in personas that are relevant uh, the more rich your personas become and the more backing you have in terms of real life scenarios uh, connecting with your point about uh, empathy curiosity yeah, and yeah. communication so uh, it ties into that empathy and communication piece so somebody let's say if you are designing for a senior citizen uh, let's say a female senior citizen and you're a male 22 year old your connection with that audience is going to be very like directly very limited unless you have unless you have research to give you a stronger sense of empathy yeah. as to how they might think and you have real life scenarios to connect them through and so then that ties into communication in terms of let's say if you want to communicate to a client why this product is great for a female senior citizen you can walk them through a scenario that you, that has that was actually present in the qualitative research and communicate how that flow matches the real life scenario of that type of user yeah. uh, so that's the power that personas can have if done correctly as compared to let's say created personas yeah. that are just built so you know you, you have something very very quickly yeah, okay. yeah i remember okay. us doing this uh, research for raw pressery mm. where we were trying to understand why uh, someone was not coming back and buying their juices again and again and one of the one of the key highlights out of that research was saying hey you know what i'm coming back but i have to do go through that entire process again and again that is a b can you guys not just have sort of a subscription model that can come to me every now and then um and apart from some of the ui elements where they said hey you know what i didn't even notice this or i didn't even notice that so sort of i mean we interviewed i remember us interviewing various sort of age groups various pe people from either it was someone ordering for someone else or either it was someone who was really senior who was ordering uh, and there was multiple insights that we took away from it that allowed us to sort of deliver a better output towards the end uh, so yeah i i agree that it's important to stay to constantly keep staying closer to your user as yeah. as a designer you got to start try getting as close as possible to your user who you're designing for yeah. so and yeah. one other element that user ux research ends up bringing out is you know when you're a ux designer you're not just looking at sort of uh, 
opening the website and then closing the yeah. website. You're looking at the entire user experience and then you take into account the impact of branding, the impact of the offline, uh, let's say, experience that they have created yeah. and it becomes an interconnected event. It's not just uh, you, you've logged into the website and you've checked out if you look at an e-commerce flow. It's also about the impact that the brand has on you, the impact that the products that they're selling has on you, uh, the long-term uh, experience that they're having with the not just the website but if there are, they have a retail presence and the interaction between the retail presence and the website and it gives you an understanding of let's say if you're looking at the analytics the impact of the world beyond just that screen uh, and the impact of the world beyond the screen on the user experience that somebody's having on the website itself and when you look at it from that interconnected perspective you're really able to diagnose what's really the issue with uh, some of the areas that are missed and what are the what's making this experience whole when it's really running successfully within the website or within the app and beyond the website and the app okay yeah uh, thanks for tuning in for the podcast i'd like to thank prateek sumit and samir for uh, this insightful session um, i look i look forward to having you guys uh -huh.